You're listening to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Hey everyone, welcome back to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Today, Constantine and I talked about a question that came up recently. What does it mean to be the perfect man? We pulled this question apart and had a great discussion about quote unquote perfection throughout life transitions. So, so Constantine, I was I was speaking with someone the other day, um, a guy, an, an, an older guy, um, and he opened up this conversation of some like, I guess like a problem or difficulty he's been struggling with, where he's he's trying to find out what he needs to do to be the quote unquote perfect man, kind of. Mm. Uh, you know, he was talking about juggling family and and work and and self care and, and and all that sort of stuff, and and it got me thinking about a lot of the struggles I think a lot of what men go through of sort of like, I don't know, wearing a lot of different hats and being quote unquote perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts and have you seen, seen or heard similar things? I have, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, good luck <laughs> being somebody like that. Uh, but all joking aside, uh, I do see a lot of men, you know, as you know, I work with primarily with older men about this sort of preoccupation um, w- with this idea. And it, it comes up in different ways. I mean, most people, you know, don't say like, I literally, I want to be perfect. But like every other thing they say basically tries to point to that, that that's sort of their over overarching intent. And sometimes just like doing your typical cognitive behavioral therapy, how reasonable it is to be perfect, you know, um, where you actually have to compromise. Oftentimes, for at least for the people that I work with, it doesn't really work. So yeah, I, I guess my two cents are, I, I, I take that word or that notion or that intention and try to filter it through the stage of life of the individual, because I feel like a lot of people, when they hear uh, perfect, they think um, there has to be like these equal buckets in their life, mm. where it's like perfectly fits in with family and perfectly fits with um, work and perfectly fits with like the, the golf outing or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, I don't know, I, I get a sense that the visualization that these are equal buckets at different times. And the job is to kind of somehow arrange them in this perfect order that everything is perfectly aligned. Um, that, that's often the sense that I get when we talk about it. And a lot of, you know, you know, you and I work with a lot of men and some men struggle with that because to me, the, the size of the bucket, if we're going to go with that analogy is different depending on their stage of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it, it seems to me, one of the buckets has to be larger, mm-hmm. um, maybe when you're younger in life, for instance, it could be your education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, potentially later in life, it could be the bigger could be your family. But I, I think that that's where the conversation lies about maybe the best way I could think of it, if we're going to use the word perfect, is a perfect balance and 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 different levels of investment into those different buckets. I don't know what kind of what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, and you know, I I I think that we, I think that everyone throughout their lives and and thinking about a bunch of a bunch of guys that I've seen in the past. Uh, they're kind of I, I, I feel like there's different points in life where we sort of really need to like reevaluate our buckets. Mm-hmm. Right? Like um, oh I don't know if uh, you're getting married or you're having kids and you know, let's say, I don't know, let's say like the gym is super duper important to you. 
uh, well, uh, yeah, super duper important for self care, right? But if you're spending, I don't know, two and a half, three hours at the gym, I think that you're going to have to like reevaluate that. And I think um, in each of these transitions, I I think transitions themselves are difficult, but also um, being able to sort of reinvest, if you will, uh, water or whatever the liquid is in, in those buckets. And, and it could be hard, right? Right. Also, I, uh, I, I well, and now I'm thinking of another, of, of another example. Um, this one person said to me once he's, he was, he was getting ready for, for retirement. And he said, uh-huh. um, you know, I've been uh, like, like I've saved and saved and saved. I, you know, I, I, I hoarded up all my acorns, uh-huh. you know, um, and, he was like, I don't know if I can handle spending my money. Ah, interesting. <laughs> and he was, you know, he, he made a really good point. He's like, my programming from when I was like 25 until now has been like, put it away, put it away, put it away, save. And he's like, now I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to be working in a year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to be able to spend this money. And and really what I hear from that is like, okay, you're having a, a, a life transition and you sort of have to re quote unquote invest where you spend your time, energy, effort, and money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think if uh, I, I, I hear it and I think if, if people, uh, you know, could, could kind of see it that way, I know you and I on a little bit different stage of life, um, <clears throat> you know, concerns. And I'm, I guess I'm wondering, you know, just to kind of get a sense of like, well, how does it look like for you? Like this sort of like these buckets, if we want to go with that analogy. Yeah. Well, um, I would say like the, the, the main buckets right now are, 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 are certainly work, uh, would be number one, kind of like, I, I would say like continuing education, um, family, uh, my relationship, I'm engaged, uh, self-care, and then I would say like friends and and, mm-hmm. and like like leisure activities. Um, I think right now for me, well, <laughs> a lot of people ask me how much I work, <laughs> and I tell them that I work all, a whole heck of a lot, and they say, right. "Why?" And I say, "Well, because I can. I I, I sort of have that luxury. Um, right. um, I'm able to sort of like invest a whole lot of time into my work and my professional development now. And well, will that change in?" Uh, I don't know. Whenever it changes, shortly, <laughs> probably pretty shortly. Um, will that change? Yeah. Uh, will I like it? Uh, maybe. Um, I think. Uh, I think going through that transition is going to be a little bit hard, like like we sure. were just talking about. But yeah, I'm going to have to take off my work hat a little more than I that, that that I'm used to. And will it take me? I don't know, a month or two or three or four to kind of get adjusted to it. Yeah, but. If we go back to, to sort of like how we opened up that conversation with that what that guy said, that's what my new quote unquote perfect would probably look like. Right, right, right. I no, I, I hear it. It's just like I, I guess I'm. I, I was hearing you talk, and I'm thinking, yeah, I I I would say I struggle with that myself, uh, and I think my my wife Paula could definitely attest to it. That this idea, you know, we had our kids, you know, I, one could say pretty quickly. So we had twins, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, um, and, and another uh, and a son a little bit later on. It's sort of th- that transition hit me hard, and it was just in the process of really gearing up to to work. And uh, it, it wasn't that easy for me to kind of put off one hat or leave one bucket, uh, let's say not as filled up, 
and then create a bicker bucket for sort of family dynamics in that moment. That transition for me uh, almost uh, <clears throat> was sudden and mm. almost happened, un I, I would even say unbeknownst to me. And it really took me a while. And I'm going to say maybe a year or if not more to just kind of begin to readjust and reposition. I'm, you know, my kids are, uh, the oldest ones are seven. You know, I'm, I, I can't even say that I've hidden, hit that stride completely. There's still sort of ways where it's, it's been a, it's been a process to figure out. I think, you know, given our conversation, it, it's, it's helpful because it's, you know, even for me now putting it into perspective as my kids get older and they become more independent, you're beginning to have more free time. I think, uh, you and I talked before about the fact that, you know, when even some of the clients in session talk about, oh, did you see this show? Did you see that show? The only shows I watch is Paw Patrol uh, <laughs> and and some variation thereof, uh, Dino Trucks, since maybe some of the listeners can relate to this, you know, or my favorite, Go Jetters. Uh, I think <laughs> I was telling you before, like, sometimes I just watch it by myself. Paul, my wife walks in and goes, what are you doing? And I completely forget that there's no kids around and I can watch like an adult movie or something like that. But uh, it, it, I, I keep forgetting, right? That, that that's that Those are my shows. That That's my jam. <laughs> Uh, at nighttime, right? Like uh, that—that's all. That—that—that's what it's consumed by. Um, and being able to enjoy that part because I know it's already coming. Where we used to watch movies together and cuddle with the kids, and now they're getting older, and it's sort of like it's a fifty-fifty hit whether that's going to happen or not. So I'm—I'm I'm almost maybe hopefully I have a couple of more years, but I'm almost at the cusp of another life transition where kids are going to start doing their own thing. And then I'm going to be sitting at seven o'clock at night and the kids are doing their own thing. Like, well, what am I going to do now? Right. Like just to kind of position myself into like, well, let, let's see, let's figure it out. Do you feel like you're always kind of playing catch up almost like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm starting to get used to this and okay, now I'm finally used to it. And then boom, like a, another transition comes in. It's like, oh, okay. Now, now I have to transition again, huh? But I guess to to, to to this conversation, I just think it's coming more clear to me as you and I are talking, anticipating that these transitions happen, and they typically happen in a pretty uh, <clears throat> sort of consistent and predictable way if, if you're kind of planning out your life, that you can get ready for it, right? Like you could begin that transition process a little earlier, or at least internally, you're more ready mm -hmm. for it so it doesn't hit you. For instance, as you know, a lot of people struggle when their kids go off to college. Right, the emptiness syndrome, right? Like to me, it's because people so much identify with being a parent, and the kids are no longer there. Wow, yeah, that, that's like that's like a, a grieving in itself. Yeah, you know, you 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 mentioned the uh, the analogy of like of, of buckets, and well, when I speak about it with people, I I talk about eggs and baskets, mm -hmm. um, and uh, well, I I I think what I'm thinking right now is uh, you know. Take any life transition. We have to rearrange our eggs in our mm -hmm. in our basket, and when one of those quote unquote baskets quote unquote goes away, like your kids going away for college, if 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 all of your identity is in that one basket and then that goes away, then it feels like a crisis. It's sort of like who am I? Right. Which is a mega crisis. It is a mega crisis. <laughs> and I and I think you know. Yeah, all these transitions are are super difficult and, and super hard. And if we sort of wrap our mind around it, if we're aware of it enough, maybe a year or two before it happens, we can maybe take one egg out at a time and, and be very balanced. 
that's that that's the idea. Now, speaking of like a, a older age, if you will, I, I speak with a lot of uh, <clears throat> men that are either uh, nearing retirement, at retirement, or, or or have been retired for for a couple of years, and you know the conversations are very different, right? I, I think primarily the conversations are about legacy. You know that takes a pretty big bucket. You know, at that time, maybe mid sixties, early sixties, late sixties. You know, typically if you had kids, they're kind of grown, they're doing their own thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, hopefully, potentially, financially, you're relatively stable. So then, what do you do when you're no longer working? You're no longer raising kids. Maybe your kids are too young uh, to have kids of their own. So you're in this limbo. Kids are independent financially relatively stable you don't take most of your time doing work now what what have you left behind like what is the legacy of your life so that's a common conversation or i would even say crisis yeah that people yeah. have because like oh my god i didn't really think about that before and now yeah. it's here yeah i mean so 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 we just said before kind of like a too many eggs in one basket the basket mm-hmm. creates sort of an identity mm-hmm. crisis I'm thinking like legacy is sort of like, um, if we're thinking about it in, in the same terms, it's sort of like, uh, what is my identity forever? Right. Maybe. Right. Right. With, with the legacy. So, so it's, it's, it's really interesting how, how we, you know, I, I very strongly believe that we identify a whole lot with, with what we're doing and how we do and all that sort of stuff. Right. So if you, if people to, to describe themselves, like, Oh, who are you? Oh, you know, I'm Bob. I'm a father of you know, two. I'm this. I'm that. And the other thing, right? Really, there a, a lot of our identity is tied to these different areas of our lives, and when they change, boy, is that uncomfortable. And towards the the, the latter end of it, what has my identity been, and what is my identity going to be forever? How will I be remembered? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> that 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 that's something to uh, uh, uh you know some. Uh, <laughs> maybe for you and I, it's a little early to kind of consider that, but I could imagine I could put myself in those shoes and think, Oh my God, if I didn't mm-hmm. think about that, that that's a, that's a crisis that that's anxiety provoking. That could keep you up at night. Oh yeah. I <laughs> could keep you up at night. And you know, obviously here in the area that, that, that we work, a lot of people do have kids and that identity as a parent is just huge. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just, you know, being able to be mindful of how even being a parent, even forget about moving the bucket or changing the bucket, but even within the bucket, the amount of identity to, you know, I, I always try to think of it as a, like you're a dictator when the kid is really young because they follow and do everything and they rely on you and you, you're basically the world to them, right? And then hopefully you, you, you're kind of like the CEO where, you know, you still have to, they still have to listen to you, but it, it's a little bit, you're not a dictator anymore. Then hopefully mm-hmm. you're just part of the board where you kind of uh, consulted and you have a big say in what happens. And then once they kind of go off to college, you know, I always tell parents, the hope is that you're a trusted older advisor, that they yeah. could feel comfortable turning to you when they have a crisis or they just want to be able to talk through something. That's that's the best you can do. Even within that notice, from a dictator to a trusted advisor, that's a significant shift. That may not seem like that, but you only have 18 years to make that transition. So you have to be changing, I, I would say, every couple of years <laughs> to be able to get to that stage. 
And you know what's what's interesting is like that's just one role, right? Right. You know, so 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 we're not even talking about like the changing of roles. We're change. We're talking about how that role changes, right? Right. So so kind of thinking about like like what is the perfect balance? What is the perfect man? What's the perfect uh, dividing of our resources for for different areas of our lives? It's a tricky equation. And I think it's, I think it's extremely different for everyone. You know, I I think that just the pitfall um, that comes to my mind is that just being aware that person's uh, identity and buckets, if you will, are in flux. And just mm-hmm. being aware of that, because too many people run into this issue, at least the, the way I'm seeing it, is that just being too rigid. They just found their bucket, and they're just holding on to that bucket because they feel safe in that bucket. And thinking about even changes within the bucket is scary. Forget about shifting the other buckets, right? Like, but you know, my invitation to everybody is always, hold on a sec. Let's just talk about them. Let's just see how they look like. Hopefully, you will be more uh, open and willing to have this sort of flexibility of your identity shifting to be more adaptive and effective throughout your life. Because um, as I said, a lot of people are just like too stuck in their rigid ways of identification, which is which is hard when life kind of hits you from a different perspective. Yeah. And I think... Uh... It it's really tough, right? You mm-hmm. know, um, let's say transitioning into fatherhood, right? I have I'm not there yet, but I imagine the thoughts in my head are I'm going to be the best father I could possibly be, right? So, like we we put in all this work and energy and effort, and we we we, we learn and we try really really hard, and then we get it, and we say ah, or we or we come very close to it, or we're satisfied with our ability as a father, and it's like ah, great, I got it, good. And really, what we're saying is good and, and <laughs> you know look, look down the road a little bit because we got another transition coming up too right so it so so it kind of brings back to my question of from before of like do you feel like you're always playing catch-up i think we kind of are i think we kind of are and and here you know my thinking is could we somehow um take time to evaluate where a life is going. So those transitions are a little simpler. So we're not playing catch up because I definitely played catch up from the transition from focusing mostly on work to then balancing with, um, with kids, like the transition to being a, to being a husband was a lot easier. It's something that I expected, something that I kind of, you know, had a similar relationship with, with my wife, uh, sort of before and after marriage. So that was from a transition point of view, that was simpler, but kids hit me hard from just, uh, an adjustment point of view. And I wish you and I had this conversation 10 years ago with somebody to me, listen, just like, I, I know, obviously everybody knows it's going to be more, more time commitment. Everybody knows the fact that it's going to be sleepless nights. Everybody knows frustration and yada, yada, yada. But I think what you and I are talking about is internal definition and an internal change, allowing for those buckets to change internally. And to me, to answer your question, can you be a perfect man or a perfect person? I think the answer is yes, if you're looking at perfection as one's ability to be flexible and adapt to the environment, then then I think the answer is yes. Not perfect in every way every part of your life, but being really good at uh, changing the buckets, expanding them, constricting them, depending on need. Yeah. I think a person can get really good at that. Huh. I like that. 
it's 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 uh it's being perfect by being uh, by being not rigid or too concrete exactly which exactly is kind of a hard thing to wrap our mind around it's 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 and it's I almost like yeah, it's kind of like saying being perfectly imperfect, right? Like it's sort of like that sort of a uh, uh, wordplay, if you will. Yeah. All right. So that's, I mean, that that's what it. Um, that, that's kind of how um, I think you, Tim, see it. That's kind of how I see it. Hopefully, it's somewhat um, uh, eye-opening for some of our listeners in terms of just keep an eye out. I guess from personal experience and just clinical knowledge, just keep an eye out for those life transitions so that you're not playing catch up, uh, but you're kind of doing it proactively where those transitions are just more joyful. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Again, these this is the last session of the day with the site, guys. Take care. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, we hope that you enjoyed the show and please make sure to subscribe. We love to interact with our listeners. If you have something you'd like to comment on, ask us about, or hope to hear on the show, please message us on Facebook or Twitter at Last Session of the Day with the Psych Guys, or send us an email at lastsessionotd at lucancenter.com. Hope to hear from you soon, and tune in next week for another engaging episode. This has been the Last Session of the Day with the Psych Guys. See you next time.